Welcome to the Recovery Lifestyle Podcast, a Christ-centered recovery show where we discuss the habits, mindsets, and tools that will help you live the recovery lifestyle. We believe that if you regularly do the work by reading the Word, showing up at recovery meetings, getting engaged at your local church, and giving back through service, that you will build a stronger relationship with Jesus and experience the freedom that comes from lasting sobriety. Please join myself, Chris Decker, and my co-host, John Rizzi, as we serve as your virtual recovery coaches through Season 2, featuring monthly recovery challenges, inspiring testimonies, expert guest teachings, and the raw, real-time recovery journey that we go through each and every day. To help us reach more people, please subscribe and leave a review. And for now, enjoy today's episode. Hey everyone, my name's Chris and welcome back to the Recovery Lifestyle Podcast. I'm joined here in studio by John. Today we're starting a two-part series on withholding praise, another characteristic of intimacy anorexia. During this first part, we're going to cover a little bit more about what it is and what the Bible has to say about praise. In the second part, we're going to talk about the leadership implications of this area. Without further ado, let's get started. Right on. Hey, Chris. Uh, I just want to say really quick that I'm really digging this new format that we've been using um, where we have this setup, which we've been talking about the characteristics of intimacy anorexia. We know that that's something that our audience is interested in. And uh, it's one of those things that is just really insidious. Uh, and I think everybody can gain from learning more about it. Um, so we set set it up. We talk about what the Bible has to say about whatever we're talking about. Uh, and then we do these practical advice and challenges, which um, for me, I think is really where the rubber meets the road. I have to practice what I'm preaching and I, uh, you do too, right? <laughs> Uh, and then lastly, this this recovery leadership angle, uh, this is something that you and I are both really passionate about. We think that there's a, a lot of you uh, who are leaders. Well, actually, all of you are leaders in some way, shape or form. And uh, we're leaders and we like to learn about leading. And we think that this is a really cool angle on uh, recovery leadership. So let's talk about withholding praise or appreciation from our partner in the let me just read you sort of the definition from Dr. Weiss. It's to withhold, oh, sorry, to withhold praises, to not share with your spouse about their positive qualities as a person mm. and their positive impact on your life. We as anorexics tend to focus on flaws. Isn't it so much easier to see the flaws and want to point them out or get resentful for them? And then I wind up like burying the compliments um, burying the encouragement and it's stupid. And we've talked about this a lot where, you know, this doesn't cost me anything to tell my wife, Hey, nice job. Or to tell my wife, thank you. Or to tell my wife, wow, you look really good tonight. Like how hard is that? It's hard, right? For some right. reason. Why? <clears throat> hmm. So, you know, <clears throat> some synonyms for this or, 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 you know, other ways to think about it, right? This is, we talk about the love languages a lot. This is words of affirmation. And um, I know words of affirmation is really high on my wife's list. Um, this is encouragement. This is 
paying our wives compliments, showing appreciation, you know, applauding them, cheering them, rejoicing. How many times does the Bible tell us to rejoice? And, you know, when I mm. haven't done it in a long time, it can feel kind of awkward. Um, it can be really uncomfortable and almost feel forced. Uh, uh, but, but, you know, I would encourage listeners and myself to just do it. And it just becomes more and more natural as it becomes more and more of a habit. Um, mm -hmm. and I think that we, you know, as we go through this and especially when we talk about some of the, some of the, some of the practical tools, I think we need to keep in mind that this is not a tool for manipulation. And I think that as addicts, um, we can use a lot of good things uh, manipulatively because, you know, we're, we're selfish and we want to get what we want. And we like, we often will tell people what we, what they, what we think they want to hear, uh, in order to get what we want from them. Well, yeah, I think there's a clear difference here between, you know, I guess one side of the coin could look like flattery mm -hmm. or like just empty words that just don't mean anything. Um, like, wow, you look so pretty today. You look great in that outfit. Waits two seconds. Can I go to the football game? <laughs> yeah. Right? It's, if you're getting to get, that's manipulation. Mm -hmm. Um, if, if the words are empty, you know, that could be flattery. Um, and just the, and, and to give fake compliments to just try and cheer your spouse up. It's a little lazy in my opinion is yeah. to go straight for looks or something, you know, to really, you know, take the time to maybe dig up a genuine appreciation and a genuine like, Hey, I know you were tired yesterday and did not want to fold the laundry. I'm so grateful that you did. Yeah. Yeah, this this is not as hard as we make it. Right. Especially if we think back to when we were dating, this came very easily. Uh, or um, if if there's someone you're flirting with, you know, God forbid that you're doing that while you're married, um, but some of us ha have done that. And how easy is it that compliments roll off our tongue when we're trying to impress somebody or we're trying to we're trying we're trying to pursue somebody right so this is all about getting into the mindset of pursuing our wives want to talk about what the bible has to say yeah i think we need some truth here well let's start with the power of words because the bible is crystal clear on that right <clears throat> And, and we don't have to go very far into the Bible to find out the power of the words, because in Genesis 1-3, it says, then God said, let there be light, and there was light. So literally, God used words to like, bring about the creation of the universe. Like create the sun, you know. Right? The creation story goes on with, with God speaking everything into existence. You know, God said, God said, God said. I mean, it, it's it's very clear um, in uh, in John chapter one, verse one. He says, "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God." So, 
it's very clear to me that that words are are powerful. Well, and language and meaning and God and all these concepts like originate like we comprehend them through language. Right. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. And so, you know, th then the Bible goes on to tell us how to be wise with our words. There's tons of verses, especially in Proverbs, uh, about, you know, being wise with our words, right? Uh, Proverbs 12, 18 says, thoughtless words can wound as deeply as any sword, but wisely spoken words can heal. So now words have created, words can heal. Uh, words are used for encouragement, right? So encourage each other and build each other up just as you are already doing. That's First Thessalonians 5.11. I have a question for you. Do you think that we should try to only speak words of praise? Or is it appropriate? To, is, is there a loving way? Is there a loving reason to, 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 you know, not praise as well? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're told to speak the truth in love, right? <clears throat> and so we need to be honest. This is, but this is about intentionally never saying anything positive is withholding praises, uh, you know, and, and I think it's also not being willing to receive praise. There's been times when, when my wife has given me genuine observational um, compliments about my character or something about me, and I won't receive it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the same intimacy anorexia as withholding saying something nice to her too. It's like, it's rooted in the same thing. Well, there's a, yeah, there's almost like a level of false humility there where it's like, and, and <clears throat> I get it. Like I, I know I'm, this happened with us, you and me yesterday. Remember the, the, this sort of discomfort of receiving praise, uh, because it is intimacy. It is an intimacy. Like I said, like, John, you changed my life with leadership training. Yeah. And you're like, I immediately no. rejected that, right? Like, yeah. I'm like, well, come on, dude. Like, I'm really, I'm really trying to, like, edify you for a yeah. second. Yeah. And you know what? I, I think in the end that that winds up being, there's a level of false humility there. Yeah. There, there's, there's a level, there's, it's complicated, right? It is. There's, there's some discomfort there. There's some disbelief. There's some, well, yeah, man, I know how great I am, but I don't want you to know that I know how great I am. <laughs> right. Right. <clears throat> and, 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 you know, that's hard to admit, but, but that's, I think that, that that's a piece of it. And, and so all of this is stirred up in me when something like that comes my way. And rather than just receiving it graciously, something comes out like, oh no, you can't possibly mean that about me. What if it was like, you know, oh, thanks. You know, that, that really means a lot. Thank you. Right. Yeah. It should have been that simple. <laughs> right. Know. You know, we're and, working on it. <laughs> we are. That's why we're here. Yeah. 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 But, but, but I, th I think what you're saying is this, this reception part of it is, is almost as bad as the not giving it. Yeah. So it's, it's like withholding and receiving. Yeah. Like I want to add the receiving. Yeah. I love it. I think that that's right. And, and I thought you were going in it from the other angle of, of, um, you know, not all, not every single thing that I say has to be praise, right? Like I have to communicate other things with my wife. I have to communicate my feelings and sometimes those aren't going to be positive. <clears throat> but this is, 
this is about not giving praise and and you know if you're doing it right yeah and i i I, there's been moments where it's been like out of spite that i won't i won't say good job yeah or like she's gone my wife my spouse has gone through a major accomplishment in her career or her job or whatever and like I can't be bothered. Well, yeah, and sometimes it's like sometimes I get into it's like this. it's a big deal for her. And yes. if I'm willing to get over, like okay, I need to empathetically realize that this is a big moment for her, and get out of my a hole pants <laughs> and say, I need to recognize this is a big deal for her. She's looking for something from me. Why won't I just give it to her? Right. And, and, and I would extend that for me, it's even into things like I'm sitting here, my self-talk is like, I really need to praise you for doing your job. But it's like, yeah, I do. And we'll talk a little bit about that when we talk about leadership. So, um, one more verse, uh, and now dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. That's Philippians 4, 8. And, and I'm, you know, we're fond of pointing out that we typically find what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. And when we're looking for the negative, we find it. So we need to be more intentional about looking for the praiseworthy things that our wives, that our wives do and then pointing them out. And we'll talk more about that when we talk about practical advice and and uh, leadership tips on this. And look, it's I think it's really simple, guys. If we are encouraging and lifting up our wives, we're also, believe it or not, encouraging and lifting up ourselves. That is biblical. It's in the Bible. Look it up. Shall we open share? Yeah. Hey, you guys. My name is John. I'm a follower of Jesus. I'm in recovery for sex addiction. I struggle with intimacy anorexia. John. Hey, you guys. Uh, man... I, uh, too often I get to the end of the day and realize that I have not used my words as effectively as I could have. Um, and, and I, I want to be better at that. I want to be able to be known as someone who lifts people up instead of tears them down or, or just doesn't say anything at all. Even, um, you know, this, this is easy. It's cheap. So I just need to to change my mindset and really be intentional about looking for those things that are excellent or praiseworthy, but not keeping them to myself, telling that person, this is excellent and this is praiseworthy about what you do, and I thank you for it. Thanks, guys. I'm John. John, Chris here, a grateful believer in Jesus, struggling with all kinds of sin. Chris. And I think this is right. I needed this today. And... um. Whatever train or direction, like the train of thought, the, 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 the direction of thought that I'm in, if I'm looking for something to be negative about, I will find it. If I'm looking for something to be positive about, I will also find it. And so I need to retrain my thinking to start looking for more positives in people because I've been in a bit of a mode of tearing others down around me and I'm kind of sick of it and I want to stop this behavior. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Chris. Oh man, Heavenly Father, uh, you know what? I just ask that you help e- every one of us be a lot more intentional about 
seeking the positive, seeking the commendable, finding things that are excellent and praiseworthy so that we can be known as people who are encouragers. Nobody wants to, to be told how they're doing stuff wrong all the time. And even when they are doing something wrong and we're providing constructive criticism, I would pray that you would help us be gentle with that and loving and, and also point out the things that people are doing right so that people don't get discouraged by being around us. I ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, you made it this far in the episode. I'd like to congratulate you. Because to me, that shows that you're taking your recovery seriously. If you'd like to reach out, please visit recoverylifestyle.com. You can use the contact form to submit a prayer request, give us ideas for future episodes, or simply to just share what's on your mind. We would love to hear from you. If you really are enjoying the show, what would mean a lot is if you could subscribe and leave a review. That will help more people find the Recovery Lifestyle Podcast.